A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bet get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got the first prelim final kicking off a little bit later tonight between the North Queensland Cowboys and the Parramatta Eels from up there at North Queensland. This one is going to be an absolute cracker. Really looking forward to this one. The Cowboys, the favourites coming off a week off. The Parramatta Eels after dismantling the Canberra Raiders last week coming to this one. Very, very confident. I'll give my full preview a little bit later today on the podcast, but we're going to get stuck into our coaches' clip boards and there is plenty to talk about for both these sides. I'm really looking forward to seeing the battle between Brad Arthur and Toddy Payton because there's a lot of different avenues uh, that they could be looking down, a lot of different ways that they could be looking to win this huge game of football. Plenty of pressure on. Last time these two played each other in a prelim final was all the way back in 2005 when the Jonathan Thurston and Matty Bowen led North Queensland Cowboys took down the Tim Smith led Parramatta Eels. The Eels were looking like they were going to have a season of all seasons. You couldn't really imagine a grand final without them. And I remember talking to Tim Smith on the podcast, the halfback for the Parramatta Eels, who came up with 40 tries in his debut season in 05 for the Parramatta Eels and just talking about how in the first few minutes, he threw a long ball to Eric Groth, which they had scored off every single time that season. Didn't quite come together, and he knew straight away, fuck, we're in a bit of curry here. And then Thurston put on an absolute show. They ended up winning this one 29-0. And the Cowboys, of course, went on to lose the grand final the week after against the mighty 2005 West Tigers, led by Timmy Sheens. But it was the last time that these two played in a prelim final. It was a pretty, it was a big disaster for the Parramatta Eels. I don't see it playing out that way today. I think it's going to be a little bit closer, uh, but we'll talk about that in our preview. Let's get stuck into our coaches' clipboards. And the first one we're going to go through is Toddy Payton coming off a week off. And this is where you really get tested as a coach. You've got two weeks to prepare for your opposition. I think at the bottom of his heart, he would have known that this game was going to be against the Parramatta Eels. Probably you know, two weeks ago, realistically. Um, there's a chance they could have played the Raiders, but I think it was always more than likely they were going to play the Parramatta Eels. So he's had two weeks to prepare. When you give good coaches time to prepare, this is when they can really stand up and deliver. So I'm very keen to see how Todd Payton and his team performs in this one. But the points that I want to touch on, the three points that I've got on Todd Payton's clipboard, defense wins big games. I'll read this one to you. 
The Cowboys this season have conceded an average of 15 points per game. They've played one finals games where they've conceded 30 points. This is simply not good enough. It was their second worst performance worst defensive performance of the season. Hopefully they learnt the lesson that the Sharks didn't. The best defense always wins. You defeat the Eels with your middle defense. This is where the Raiders were awful. Now this year, or last week or two weeks ago, sorry, was only the second time this year that the North Queensland Cowboys have conceded more than 30 points. They conceded 32 points to the Sydney Roosters. I believe that was the afternoon of the SCG, uh, the week that Paul Green passed away. Outside of that, they haven't conceded 30 points until their finals game two weeks ago against the Cronulla Sharks. Now, we spoke about it after that game that as much as, you know, the Sharks probably unlucky to lose in extra time or whatever, they still conceded 30 points and that simply isn't good enough. That's the exact same for the North Queensland and Cowboys, and I'm sure there would have been a big focus from Todd Payton over the last two weeks about their defense. It's what their entire season has been built on. On average, they're conceding 15 points per game this year. They conceded 30 in their last game. You saw what the Sharkies did. They conceded 32. They came out the week after, and I think they conceded 38 against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So the North Queensland Cowboys, they have to turn it around. The way that you turn that around against this Parramatta side is winning the middle. You need to stop Junior, Regan, Ryan Madison, these sort of guys. So a big test for your Tamalolos, your Ruben Cotters, your Jordan McLeans, these guys. Because if Parramatta do win the middle, you saw what they're capable of last week. All five of the starting front, of the starting forwards uh, for the Parramatta Eels last week at halftime had 100-plus metres. And if the game was over then, the Canberra stood no chance. If the North Queensland Cowboys let them get away with that sort of murder in the middle, they will find themselves in trouble very quickly. That's where you start your defensive structures. That's where you win the middle. And then the rest of the game will take care of itself. I cannot wait to see how the North Queensland Cowboys respond defensively. I think they're going to be in for a very, very big one. Now, the next thing that I had on Toddy Payton's uh, clipboard was target the new combos. So with Opachik out, there will be changes. I'm not buying that Bailey Simonson will come in, to be honest. I think they'll play near Corey at centre inside Sevo. However the Eels play it, though, I would be keeping that new combo honest. If Bailey does come in, that will shift Wonga Blake to centre. The game plan then becomes clear. Force Wonga to make defensive decisions. Now, I'm anticipating at kickoff tonight, you will see near Corey jump in at centre. I think Bailey Simonson will drop out of the team. I think that Makatoa, he will come in on the bench. I think that he will end up starting at 13. And you'll see Ryan Madison come back to the pine. That's my prediction for how Brad Arthur will play this one. However he does it, though, whether he brings near core into the centres, whether he pays Bailey Simonson, I think that Todd Payton will come in with a plan to try and target wherever the new combo is. Something is going to change somewhere, and they have to keep that new combo honest. That's where you want to test them out. You've got to remember the Parramatta Hills they're coming into this one full strength without except Opacic. That is the one spot in this team where they haven't played together all season. They haven't got all their structures worked out. They haven't been tested in the biggest moments. So for me, I would be targeting that spot. If I am Todd Payton, Personally, I'm hoping that Bailey Simonson plays. If Bailey Simonson does play, I don't think he'll play center. I think he'll play wing. And I believe they'll move Wong and Blake back to the centers. And if they do, this essentially lays out my game plan as a North Queensland Cowboys player and coach. I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly the sort of shape I'm throwing. I want to force Wong and Blake to make decisions. When you force Wong to make decisions where he's got to choose which man he goes on to, all of a sudden, you you will produce points. That's where Wong and Blake has struggled throughout his entire career. Hasn't defended at 
centre in quite some time as well. So it is going to be a huge test for him. If they do, for whatever reason, play Bailey Simonson in the centres, which I doubt they will, but if they do, same thing applies. He is the guy to go at. He hasn't defended all that much in this Parramatta Eels side. Whenever he has, it has been on the wing. Nia Corey, I think he is the blatant obvious decision to bring in at centre. I'd be shocked if he's not playing centre tonight. And even so, him inside Marcus Sivo, uh, I think that's the spot that you go at and you try and catch them out on that edge. I think it'll be tough, don't get me wrong, but the rest of this Parramatta Eels side, they have defended together all year. When there is something new, there are moments where you can catch them out, and I'd be putting a lot of pressure on wherever that new combo is. Fingers crossed for Toddy Payton, they do play Simonson on the wing and bring Wonga Blake in there, because I think that's where they can really get some points out of them. My last point. Mitch Moses, the halfback for the Parramatta Eels. He is the beating heart of this football team. I'll read out what I've got here. We've spoken about it all final series. The best kicking games will often win. Mitch Moses is one of the premier kickers in the NRL and will have a huge impact on this game. He needs to be pressured at all times and drinking needs to be switched on and in position. I'd be challenging him not to let a Moses kick hit the deck all night. There's obviously going to be grubbers and short kicks and whatnot that are going to be impossible to keep off the deck, but any kick that's more than 30 or 40 metres, I think that Scott Drinkwater needs to make sure all night the ball doesn't hit the deck. That doesn't mean that it's always him catching it. That also means he needs to be communicating to his wingers when they can drop back because we've seen Mitch Moses. It's been a hallmark of his final series so far, an early kick seeing space and finding it. The North Queensland Cowboys need to get this under control in this game tonight. We've seen Mitch Moses even against the Panthers. The only time when they were challenging them was when Mitch Moses was leading the team around with his kicking game. You look back to... Two weeks ago, the game between the Canola Sharks and the North Queensland Cowboys, there was a little momentum shift at one point throughout the game where Nico Hines, he mishit a kick. He put it too high. Uh, North Queensland, they started to win the field position. They kicked it downfield. He then had another one that got charged down, uh, and the Cowboys came up with the ball, and then they had them coming out of their own end. And it was the next set where you saw Nico Hines kicking from his own 10-meter line to Sipitalakai trying to gain an advantage. I don't think Mitch Moses is going to have those moments in him. I think he's too much of an experienced kicker and too much of a talented kicker over Nico Hines to have those moments. But you can see where the ga- the balance of games can shift very quickly off kicking games. It happened in that one. I don't think Mitch Moses is going to give you those sort of opportunities in this game, so you have to create them yourselves. You have to be putting pressure on him, and you have to be taking his kicks on the full. You cannot let him find the deck. Those That second, second and a half, two seconds, they can be so important in this game. It can cost you 10 to 15 metres. It can, it can impact your entire set. So big test for Scotty Drinkwater. We know that throughout the season, his positioning, he has been caught out a couple of times. He's definitely improved as the season has gone on, but he needs to be communicating to his wingers. Murray Tualangi, Kyle Felt. Tualangi's obviously never played too much finals footy. Kyle Felt, a very, very experienced winger, but you do need to stay on his case and be communicating with him. For me, I think that'll be Todd Payton's clipboard that their defense, they need to sort that out. I wouldn't be surprised if he had that written three times on his fucking clipboard. They need to get that sorted and learn from the mistakes of the Cronulla Sharks. They need to target the new combo in centre. However they do it, whether it's Nia Corey, Simonson, uh, Wonga Blake, whoever is playing at centre there, you need to keep them honest and test them out. Put them in decision-making moments. And then at Mitch Moses, there needs to be all the pressure in the world on Mitch Moses. We've obviously got Reid Marnie, Dylan Brown, Clint Gutherson, all these extremely talented guys. Moses, though, he is the key to this team. His kicking game is what will win this game for the Parramatta Eels if they are to get up. So he needs to be pressured and you need to minimise the impact 
of his kicking game. Let's have a look at Brad Arthur on the other side of the park, the Parramatta Eels coach. Obviously came up in week one of the finals, played the Penrith Panthers, got done and dusted well and truly there. Came into week two, had to knock over the Canberra Raiders, did it in an unbelievable fashion. Absolutely blew them off the park. Very, very impressive. But... I do think the Canberra Raiders were pretty weak through the middle in that game. It's going to be a very, very different story tonight. And that's our first point. Win the middle. I'll read it to you now. All the talk about the Cowboys all season has been about the halves, Val Holmes, Drinky, Robson. All these guys have had great seasons because of the platform that Taumalolo and Cotter have laid this year. These boys are well-rested and ready to take on arguably the best pack in the NRL. Parramatta have to win this battle. I think on paper, it's fair to say that Parramatta's pack is probably better than the North Queensland Cowboys. But after playing last week and the Cowboys being well-rested, full strength, you got Ruben Cotter, Jason Taumalolo, Cohen Hess, Jordan McLean. It feels like every single week we go into a game and, you know, probably when we're underestimating the Cowboys a little bit and looking at opposition forward packs going, well, they're probably better than the Cowboys, but they have stood up time and time again. You also have, you know, your Nanais, your Luciano Lewis, your Tom Gilberts, these other guys that join in the party that can really cause you havoc. The Parramatta Eels pack, they've been great all year, apart from essentially their losses. You can tell straight away when the Parramatta Eels aren't on, they need to be going direct and take them on. I love what they did last week. Reid Marnie, he did not run for a single meter in the first half. Zero meters, they kept it just basic. North and south, go forward, up and down the field. That's what the Parramatta Eels need to do tonight. And if they are able to do that, I think they can go a long way to winning the middle here. But Tamalolo and Ruben Cotter, they are going to be the keys. If you let them go for their post-contact meters and offloads and quick play the balls, you'll find yourself in trouble very, very quickly. Now, off the back of that, as I said, you need to be aware of these guys with their quick play the balls and everything because that's when the Cowboys do their best work. Now, my next point is communication in defense. And it's probably something we haven't spoken about too much this year, but I think this Cowboys side is so good in this area that you need to be aware of it. I'll read it to you. This game will be a big test for the Eels in defense, but in particular, Clint Gutherson and his communication. Robson, Dearden, and Drinky are run-first guys. If they see an opportunity, they'll take off. If they see a half opportunity, they will take it in an instant. If your inside defender is half a meter lazy or whatever, they will take you on. And what they do... Actually, I'll keep reading it to you. Uh, they'll take off. The other two will be on their hammer, ready to back them up. Gutho's communication from the back will be key. He especially needs to be watching Drinky and their centers who roam at times. So their communication in defense is going to be key tonight. As I said, these three, Robson, Drinkwater, and Tommy Dearden, if they see a half opportunity, they will go. And we all know how this new North Queensland Cowboys side works. If one of them goes, Robson, Dearden, Drinky, they'll be on their hammer, ready to go again. There's an old saying that when one half runs, the other one has to go. For me, it sort of works for your spine as well. And I think that Robson, Dearden, and Drinky, they are really good at identifying this. As I said, if an inside defender or whatever is just half a yard short or lazy or whatever it might be or caught up in the middle, they'll come off their outside foot and they'll take them on. They'll play direct. And then the next play, you can guarantee they will flood the middle and they'll take them on. This is where Reese Robson has been so damaging this year. And if you keep an eye on them, whenever you see Reese Robson go, drink, he's always pushing through the middle there as well. Ruben Cotter's great at this as well. So your communication needs to be key. And this is where Gutho comes into it so much. He'll be standing down the back. He'll be zoning their entire defensive line, telling guys where they need to be. You see, obviously, when you have three in a tackle, the one man that comes back, he's told by Gutho where to go. He needs to be on his game here. Gutherson, he needs to be watching where those big three are. In particular, Drinkwater, he's the guy that can really blow you up apart. We have seen throughout the season 
when they shift the ball, they create an extra number by having Hiku or Val Holmes shifting from the short side to the open side and, and creating an extra man, creating an overlap very quickly. They're very good at doing this. It looks very natural. No one's worried about being the hero or whatever. They all just make it work and they play their role in these plays. It's something that they need to be aware of. And Clint Gutherson, his communication needs to be top shelf, especially around that ruck with your Reese Robson, Deard and these guys. Your A and B defenders, they need to be being spoken to, told where to go, and your markers need to work. A big test for the communication of the Parramatta Eels defense. I think they've been really good all year, but I feel like a well-rested North Queensland side with your Taumalolos, your Cotters, and then these guys playing off the back of them, I think this is going to be their biggest test yet. And a big test for Gutho as well, who I think his communication this year has been really good. There's not many times, especially when they're playing well, where the Parramatta Eels, their defense is in all sorts. He's a very, very good communicator, Gutho, and I think it's one of the most underrated parts of his game, but that will be a huge test for them. Now, the last thing I've got on Brad Arthur's checklist. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. I'll read it to you. We know this game will be tight, and it will take a few big plays to break it open. The Cowboys are stacked with game breakers, but their two edge-back rowers can single-handedly win this game for the Cowboys in a matter of seconds. Offloads need to be restricted, and they need to be prepared for the different ways that Peyton uses these two in his shape, especially Leilua. Now, we've seen what these two are capable of doing all year. Nanai, uh, you know, the amount of tries he scored out of absolutely nothing, out of kicks into no man's land, you can guarantee it will be a spot that the Cowboys will target. Chatty Townsend dropping those those sort of medium-sized bombs in no man's land for Nanai to be able to come through and grab even those little chips and little grubbers into um, the gap between your fullback and your front line. The Cowboys, they love to attack Nanai in these areas, and it's one of those things that's really hard to prepare for as well. Very, very tough to prepare for, so they obviously need to be aware of that. I actually don't know how you stop Nanai, to be honest with you, but Leilu is the other one that worries me a lot. They've both got an offload. We've seen it throughout the year. But Leilua, he can just create something out of absolutely nothing. You kind of love it when he passes because he's just so damaging when he runs. But he is a bit like Viliami Kikau. He's got these silky, silky hands that can cause havoc. He will be over there on the left edge for the North Queensland Cowboys. They might go with Tom Gilbert. But personally, I think for their shape, when he does come on the field, I think you'll see Leilua shift out to that side. So Gilbert might start there, but I think Leilua will end up there. But wherever Leilua is, you need to have your eyes on him. You need to wrap up the football. You need to get him on his back. You need to slow him down because they love playing off the back of him. And we've seen what the Panthers have done all year with Viliami Kikau. He can shift into the out-the-back sort of play with his centre running the overs for him. And this this is what the North Queensland Cowboys do as well. And the scary thing about Leilua is the soft, soft hands he's got. He can be so damaging. It is crazy. Now, if they do line up as anticipated and you end up with... 
Nia Kore over there on the left side. You have still got Penasini and Wonga Blake on the right, and I still think they can get caught out. They haven't been caught out in the finals yet. I think they've got lucky on a few occasions. This is a spot I'd be going to, and I think Luciano Lua can be key. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have a try assist here with his really quick hands. We've seen it all season. Well, not all season. Since he arrived there, I wouldn't be surprised to see Le Lua have a hand in putting Murray Tuolungi over on that edge where Wonga Blake should be, depending on how they line up. But Leilua and Nanai, they will have an impact on this game. How much of an impact, I don't know yet. But they are two guys that can really break this game open, especially with the different uh, positions and shapes that Toddy Payton puts them in. But Leilua, I think he's the one to watch for me. As I said, I don't really know how you stop Nanai with his, with the way that he receives kicks and the way that he gets on him and everything. There's just something unnatural about that guy. But Luciano Leilua, he's the one that I think they need to stop. You need to halt his momentum and you need to be up in his face because he's got these lightning quick soft hands and he can just cause havoc around the ruck and he understands how to run different shapes he's not just your stock standard back rower he knows how to do it all lay lower so he will be a big test and he can break this game open for the north queensland cowboys at any moment so brad arthur win the middle need to control jason tamalolo and ruben cotter the rest of the crew as well but those two are the kingpins in this side communication in defense big test for clint gutherson eyes need to be on drink water at all times and if there's ever an a or b defender that's a little bit out of position you know that Dean and robson will take them out and then they will get on the back of each other which will cause havoc and then lay lua and nano i don't know how you stop nano as i said but lay lua the way that they use him in different shapes with his soft hands can really cause trouble for opposition teams and i think they will look to create a little bit of opportunity down that left edge going up against Will Pensini and Wonga Blake on that side with Luciano Leilua. Going to be a cracking game today. We'll have our full preview coming a little bit later today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast.